Who's gonna do the intro? Somebody else this time. Okay. All right. Ready? Wait. Okay. Go ahead and get your crunch on. Mm -hmm. One more. One more. One more. You know I'm keeping this. Gonna be a little blooper in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Your mic's not even. Are you happy with your mic? No. Okay, fix it. But you always tell me don't touch it. I do. Touch it. <laughs> well, she listened for once. For once in her life. For once in her life. I only listen She's to. She's like, clock. no, because every time I. You only listen to TT. I only listen to TT when we're recording. <laughs> Other than that, everything else is out the window. I'm the oldest. Hello, it's Miss Lou. It's Livy P. And TT here. And we're back. We had a little hiatus. Hiatus? Hiatus. For one week. Hiatus. 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 For about two. I said hiatus. It is 420. <laughs> What's with it? It is 420. Well, we're back with another episode of She's Gonna Say It. She's gonna say it. And today our subject is relationship deal breakers. Mm. And we have yeah. cut this down to three different categories. <laughs> First date deal breakers, mm. relationship deal breakers, mm. and why do long-term relationships fail? Mm. Wow. That's but, uh, a lot to unpack there, but we're gonna be unpacking Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Lou, are you going to introduce our coffee talk? Um, our coffee talk is our coffee talk is. I have it for you because it's a surprise. Oh. Because I changed it on y'all. Oh. Oh. If I interviewed your ex, mm. what would they say about you? Mm. That's a good one. That's pretty appropriate for this. My ex topic. would say. My exes would say. <laughs> That I'm crazy. <laughs> but for some reason, they always want me back. Mm. Damn. Wow. Well, damn. But you there can't you have me when we're done. <laughs> well, when a woman's done, a woman is done. Well, I, think we, I think, yeah, exactly. I think we give too many chances. Mm. And then when we're done, we're like, mm. and then, then they're like, oh. You can do. <laughs> so men do like crazy is what you're saying. Well, they like this crazy. Mm. <laughs> I think it depends on what kind of crazy, what kind of crazy you are. Hmm. So, yeah. I think it depends on what kind of crazy you are. So, okay. they would just say you're crazy? That's it? Well, <laughs> that's it? <laughs> There's nothing no, else? they would say a lot of great things about me. But oh. the number one, if you asked any, if like you randomly went to an ex, they would be like, oh, she's crazy for sure. But I'm yeah. not. You made me crazy. Mm. I'm yeah. not crazy now. Oh. I I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> they make you crazy. Yeah. Well, seeing if I've been in a relationship for a long time, I don't have too many exes anybody could run to, but the last one would probably have really nice things to say about me. Like what? Like everything. I'm beautiful and talented and chocolatey. You're beautiful. Yeah, like all that. Like <laughs> everything. You all of the above. <laughs> and that if we didn't break up that because of right. anything anything that i did yeah tara did like a little medley of john mayer with pharrell that oh. was like a little because you did you snoop. started well you started off john mayer because you were like um you're beautiful no like, i didn't you're say beautiful. you're beautiful i said sounded like it. Oh, okay was... kind of moved oh that into was the snoop pharrell but no that wasn't snoop pharrell it. kind of at yes, the end, was. the end part was Snoop Pharrell, but the be- beginning she wanted to do John Mayer, but then she changed it. <laughs> oh, okay, I don't want to do John Mayer. Yeah. I don't want to do John Mayer. It's okay. Okay, okay, okay. got it, got it, got it. Okay. Right. It's good. It's good. Anyways, my ex would say that I think the word that probably would come to mind, like if someone was to interview him, was probably be solid, ten toes down, like loyal. <laughs> and everything perfect, beautiful. No, I'm um, no, not perfect, of course. But um, yeah, I think like loyal and like solid would be the ones like to be like, okay, yeah. Like I know I can count on that person for this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all those great things that you have in a relationship, like those great 
personality traits and stuff like that. Would he say that you were, were bossy? No, we say she's bossy. If they, <laughs> they would say she's bossy. But would her, would her, would her ex, any of her exes say? Yes, probably would say that I'm a little on the bossy side, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Can we talk about bossy, the, the but, chore chart? Mm, I don't think that's really bossy. I think that I think there's a. I mean, I think there's it was a, a motivation. A, it was a motivation technique. I think that you have to. Sometimes you have to say what you want, and if you don't say it or you don't, you know, then you're never gonna get it. So it's like shit. Like that was a, that was the chore chart thing was actually a mutual thing at first, but then it turned into like like ignoring it and shit and just like doing our own thing. So yeah, I mean whatever. But so. I have to say, if you ask my husband these questions, he'd probably tell a whole list of stuff that would be hilarious. But the exes, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of. Some some may have some negative things to always. I mean, say. of course, they would say about me. I'm practically perfect in every way, <laughs> like Mary Crazy. Poppins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, she smells like a vanilla cupcake. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Yeah, I think in the you know in the positive side, like I think my positives outweighed my negatives. Definitely. For sure. Yeah, my of course. Exes, like, I would course. agree with that. Did you hear what the game said yeah. about women? Mm-mm. Oh, I love it. We share a birthday. We're both Sages. Mm-mm. But you just had to throw that in there. I don't right. Think I, I did. But um, That's okay. he you said that he has no problem. Like, why do women have to split the rent with you or split the bills? Like, he loves to pay the bills for a woman. And then if you tell a woman you're paying the bills, it makes her moister than a good toll house cookie freshly baked mm. when i read it on the instagram i was like i am moister than a toll house cookie right now i mean that all, that all sounds good i mean that all sounds good but shit when they get bored and they and, and you're they're done with your ass then they ain't trying to do none of that shit can i live so, in my I fantasy mean, i think I mean that all sounds good. It sounds like, but it sounds like to me he's campaigning. He might be on the campaign trail yeah, for somebody. He might be. There's somebody that he's he's got his oh, eye you know on. Why? Probably. You know why? Oh, I and just remembered. That sounds like campaigning. You know to why? Me. Because I heard also because huh. I'm an addict on TMZ.com because I like. Oh yeah, yeah, trash. yeah. I like that too. That <gasps> P Diddy's dating his baby mama. So <gasps> maybe that's why he's talking about Toll House. Wait, P. Diddy's yes. dating whose baby mama? Uh, 50, 50 Cent, cents, right? Yeah. 50 yeah. Cent's baby mama. That's what I... Well, they were all the same group shit. shit. Okay, it's 50 Cent's baby mama, but shit. 50 ain't worried about that. He didn't already... Like, men? Like, how how do men do that? They are okay with just, like... Bitches, they would be like, oh, no, you did this. You're dating my ex. Oh, it would be a... Con- the, oh, Cons- man. It would straight be a conspiracy. Terrible. But dudes, why are they able to just be okay with that? And just be like, okay, I already had my turn. I'm done with her. Pass her on to the next. That's like... Like, Diddy, he runs through him, boy. He runs He knows how to pack them. him away. He fucked J-Lo up. Oh. J-Lo. Lori, Lori Harvey. Allegedly. Allegedly. All of them. Like, he loves leftovers, honey. <laughs> he loves leftovers. He gobbles it up, honey. <laughs> but, hey. <laughs> but, hey. I mean, to each his own. To each hey. His own. Hey. Hey. Allegedly. 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 Don't come after us. We did it. <laughs> I know. We're we not. love you. We're I lost a rock. <laughs> yeah, we bought a lot of your music. Don't worry. No, I'm just kidding. I ain't Before Napster. Before Napster. <laughs> Before Napster. But, I mean, it's true shit. I mean, oh. if you look at it. I mean, the shit is not hidden. It's on Instagram every day. Every day. Yeah. TMZ and they all have, those always places, have so pictures I mean, of him shit. somewhere doing something. Love. Mm-hmm. His name is Love, mm-hmm. actually. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm done with I wish it. I had a taco right now. It's Taco Tuesday. You shit. ain't never lied. Yeah. I was thinking about yeah. that. Should we just ask how we make our tacos? Yeah, might as well. I love my tacos. I love, I like crunchy tacos, first of all, is my first preference. My second preference is soft shell tacos, but with the um, flour tortilla. But crunchy is my first preference. No, you so have to fry I like the how, tortillas. The crunchy right. tortillas. Yeah, I yeah. fry them. I fried them most of the time. But the last time I had Taco Tuesday at my house, they were on the um, El Paso, the stand-up 
taco thing from the kit thingy. Oh, so, and I'm no. not ashamed to. Oh, you need to shut up because your ass was one of them over there gobbling it up. Too. Yeah, before <laughs> so, I knew about it. Oh, whatever. They're perfect. Whatever. Like a little <laughs> you. Yeah, like I don't buy you. those. Those are expensive. No, I haven't had those since I was a kid. You know what? Anyways, I don't give a damn because my thing is that I was over there. Okay, I was at the house, and at that time, Daddy was there. What one, two, three, uh, two of my brothers, and no, I'm not going to be standing there as the little maiden You're right. over the grease fine damn shells all night. They would have had my ass frying shells. All, all night, they night. Went all night, and that's not gonna happen. So, They've like, done it like one of them ate nine tacos. Yeah, nine yeah. tacos. You know so, who you are. are. You know, no, we're not gonna say no names. You know, you know who, who you he are. Knows who he is, and he's probably listening. Greedy. But yeah, do I so, have his daughter? I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it has to be one of them. If that, if well, that I didn't sleep with all your brothers. No. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, if, that probably, is, if that's the case, like I'm definitely. What do I look like? I can't. I'm not gonna stand over a hot grease frying shell after shell after shell. No, you guys are gonna. You guys are gonna. I, I have all the fixing laid out. So with my think, tacos, I um. I do like usually ground beef is like the fan fave in the house, like ground beef. Um, if I want to get fancy, I'll do steak, like carne asada, but I wasn't being fancy. I was just trying to make the shit. Ground beef. <laughs> Layer it. I make the refried beans, the refried mm-hmm. uh, pinto beans, and I season those. And I put a little, when I finish the ground beef, I put a little bit in the re- in the refried beans to give it that flavor. I also, you know, season it up really good. I have, of course, the fixing sour cream, guac, cheese, mm, mm, mm. lettuce, shredded lettuce, Dope. tomatoes, you know, the, the classic stuff. And then I build me personally, I put the meat on the bottom, refried beans, mm. and then I put the um I put uh cheese usually, and then I'll put like the guacamole, the sour cream, and the lettuce and tomatoes on top. Oh, that's Lord. how I do that. No, that's I agree. That's a little life hack. You put the meat and then you put the cheese so it gets melty. Mm. And then you put the sour cream mm-hmm. and then you put the lettuce on top of the sour cream so the mm. lettuce doesn't slide off. Mm-hmm. And then you put the other fixings on top. Yeah, you push the lettuce into the sour cream mm-hmm. so it kind of sticks. Mm-hmm. A so basically bit. y'all be eating loaded tacos. Yeah, I love yeah. loaded tacos. I don't, I don't mess around with nothing else. I, I like I love mine all a little mine. different. So I like mine on the stovetop. Burned a little. Like real Mexican, huh? Yeah. Where'd you learn that from? Uh, real Mexican. I'm a, wait, you do the burritos on the... Or is that like the flour tortilla or you do the corn tortillas corn. on there? Corn. Oh, wow. I ain't never heard that before. Well, I'll do the corn tortilla on the okay. stovetop for a quick late night snack quesadilla okay no sorry but no. you have to for the tacos you have to i don't like how you're doing your hands right now as if i'm not doing my taco right wait how are you finished how are you doing the taco? how are you making your taco? so then I, then i just put my meat then i put cheese then i'll put a little sour cream and that's it and i kill it and some lemon done that's it done that's it so that, that means fun. that your taco meat must be. How are you seasoning this? No, I don't meat? give. I'm not giving out my secret. No, I don't do that. Now, are you using ground beef? Or are you using I'm steak? I'm using or turkey. What? Turkey meat always. Oh God. Mm-hmm. No, fuck it. No. Okay, oh. we're not gonna do this. Okay. So <laughs> you're doing it. Okay. So uh-huh. wait. Wait a minute. So you ain't gonna pull no trickery on me. If I you're gonna if first... I make it for Olivia, trust and believe when I make my tacos, it's gonna be <laughs> kind of similar to what you like. I know. I was raised a certain way. Wait, that do you think that... our brothers would like those tacos that you make? Um, they're greedy. They'll eat anything. They're hogs. <laughs> Livy they're P. locusts. Livy P. What's that one thing that you make that meat enchilada? Yes. Oh, oh enchilada. enchilada. Yeah. Yes. Enchilada. Oh, my gosh. I make it for them once in a while. I actually have to They make love it. that shit. They're little. Again, I, don't, I don't know what They're locusts. I'm telling you. I think it's locusts, and I think there's something <laughs> must be nostalgic about that. I think them. so. I think it is nostalgia. It's like, because we used to make it all the time, like at the house and stuff. So I think it's more like, it was like a go-to. But that shit. No, now, no, that's not what it is. What it is no, is just, just like it. <laughs> Olivia, she cooks with love. With love. You hear that, Diddy? Yep. Mm-hmm. My name is Love, okay? Yes. <laughs> she really does. And that's one of the things that mom taught us 
when you cook, you have to cook with love. You have to be wanting to do it. You can't do it and be pissed off. Oh, I know, honey. Because then it won't come out right. And well, we do have a sister who does that. We're not going to name no names, but she knows who she is. And she don't be cooking with love when she was growing up in the house. And we used to be mad at her. Like, what the, who, what the hell happened in the spaghetti? Or what the hell happened here? But you have to cook with love. You have well, to want to do we it. We talked about that, about making plates. Like, if, you know, if I'm mad at you, you're going to get. Yep. You ain't getting a plate. Snack night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why if I'm not in the mood to cook or if I don't feel like cooking, yeah. I try not to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't it come don't, out as good. It, yeah, it really it doesn't. doesn't. I'll burn something. I'll put too much pepper. Yeah, I'll agree. like. Yeah. It'll be something will be off, and yeah. then I'll have to be like, "Oh, and how I'll does be it taste?" And disappointed then... in my own cooking, even though the people I cook for, they're like, "Oh, we love it; it's so good." But it it's not good to me. Like I know it wasn't made with love. Right, like, the best mm-hmm. meals are made, made with, with love. love. That's why I think holiday meals. Yeah, you know when you know you're having Sunday dinners mm-hmm. and having the family over. Yeah, like this weekend with mm-hmm. the baby's party. Oh. It was just so much love. love it was and, just mm-hmm. that yeah. makes. I think it makes a difference, even if it. It Maybe did make a difference. It made one of our vegetarian brothers come about that 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 uh that vegetarian stuff. <laughs> He's he said, a vegetarian I, every I other day of the week meat. though. <laughs> I want some meat today. I was nah. like, what? Oh my god. On the, on the M's birthday, mm-hmm. we get it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Nisi did it. But that's how <laughs> I does. build. How do you build your taco tara? Fry the taco shells, that's a must. I do like um a good fish taco. So I'll take some halibut or a good white fish that's easily flaky. And Ooh, then you, some cod. Yeah. And you put it in the pan and you mix it with some salsa. I like to mix it with like, there's a Safeway pineapple salsa. I like to mix it with, put some chili peppers in there. And then whatever the meat is that you decide, mm-hmm. then you put the cheese if you want cheese. I usually don't put cheese on fish, but... You put the cheese to melt it. So if it's on chicken or beef, you put the cheese to melt it. And then you put the sour cream Mm -hmm. to secure your lettuce. Okay. And then you can put the salsa or whatever. But you always have to have fresh cilantro Mm -hmm. right on top. But that's how I build my tacos. So Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So let's move on to our subject at hand, relationship deal breakers. Mm. We have three different parts to this. And the first one is first date deal breakers. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. First date deal breakers for me... Oh, man, it has to be just somebody that just sits up and just talks just constantly. Like, I call it the me-I complex because it's always me, 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 I, I, I. Oh, I'm going to, you know, it's just about me. Like, I don't know. It's a turnoff. That's actually a turnoff in in an actual relationship for me, too, when you're just so self-centered. I guess it's self-centeredness. Like, you're just kind of They think they're so great. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. God's um, gift to women. Yeah, like talking yourself up, like, you know. Not even just like, women, Like, be humble everyone. a little bit. Like, but do you when think you're they're like much, that because like you're trying to... they're self-conscious on the first date? You think it's just like a nervous anxiety thing or you just think it's a narcissistic thing? I, I think it's nervous energy a little bit. Yeah. But you can tell a lot about a person, like, if they don't even come up for a breather because they're so busy talking about themselves to where the whole conversation is just on them and what they do in life and what I have this, I have that. I'm, you know. Uh, and they usually don't. They're like, so full of uh, shit anyway. Yeah. Right. That's on a first date. Then if you are, we go on Dutch on a first date. If you talk about like Dutch, anything Dutch on a first <laughs> date, you're done. Oh, yes. You're not I, getting to a second date. No. Sorry. <laughs> you're done. So that's. Can I say I totally agree with that right there? I'm a Mm. hypocritical feminist. Mm. I like to be independent woman, but you're going to take the trash out. You're going to kill the spiders. You're going to plunge the toilet Mm -hmm. and you're going to pay for the first date. Mm -hmm. And I think a real man will pay for the first date. Now, if you go out to dinner and you they pay for the first date and then you think something is going somewhere and then you're like, okay, well, let's go have a drink or let's go do this. Then you can pay for that part. But the initial first part of it, the man has to pay for. And if you don't pay for it, we're done. 
I feel like on the first date, it's okay. I feel like he should take it and pay it. Yeah. And then if we progress to a second date, I don't have any problem with at least offering to like, hey, I can pay the tip or I can, you know, yeah. pay for the drinks or we go out after or something like that. But just to be just Dutch, 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 Dutch. Like, yeah. I feel like it out, says honey. a lot about a man. Yeah. And about how he was raised and how he treats a woman. I think it kind of shows the level of interest you have, too. Also, yes. um, It can be like, oh, I'm not willing to go. I'm not all the way invested in you. So you're going to pay for your shit. I'm going to pay for mine. Mm -hmm. And then that way there's no, um, you know, it's kind of like a safe, a safety there. It's on, they're on safety with, you know, because men are tired of being hurt nowadays. (laughs) They're tired of being used for dinners and all this dumb shit. Well, how about stop picking the wrong bitches? How about that? Because all these dudes out here talking about on this fucking, uh, oh, uh, men are, we're fighting back now. All that bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Oh, you're fighting back? I'll go out the window. Trust me, I'll get my fat ass out that bathroom window after I (laughs) ate my lobster and my after dinner martini. I'll go out the window. Nine times out of ten, you guys are flattered and flabbergasted over a fat ass. So a lot of times you guys are picking women and not vetting them properly. Mm -hmm. That's what's getting you guys in these whole regretful situations where you guys are, oh, I'm not going to go all in because I might get burnt again and all this kind of shit. Start vetting women properly and you don't have to worry about a woman choosing you for just a dinner, a meal ticket. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 Livy P. Whoa, Livy P. We haven't even got that far yet. That's that's gonna be in the next section when the deal breakers of relationship. Well, you no, know, that but, starts in the first no, date. No, too, no, I, I, no, the first date. We just want to know about the stinky breath, the the long fingernails, oh, that's a, that's the a, dirt under that's the long round, fingernails, honey. the long unkept hair. Well, a lot of my relationship deal breakers start as all throughout the relationship too. Like mm-hmm. I don't like long nails in the, in a relationship. I don't. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't They're like gonna to scratch be... your cooch all the way up. Oh, lot. Oh, that that shit hurt. Oh. You was not putting your hands down there, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't throwing my pH off. Not, not with no long nails. It ain't going nowhere. No, but it was mm-hmm. funny that I did run into something that said men will admit it, but when they go to matchmakers, they say they don't want a woman that's too old, too fat, or has short hair. Mm, but they right. don't want her to be high maintenance. <laughs> so can we win? No, no, you can't no. win, especially black women. Nope. Because there's dudes out there be like, oh, I want you to wear your natural hair. But then when you show a picture or you wear your natural hair, they'll be like, oh, shit. Like, that <laughs> shit is, they'll call you little nappy head or little, like, little, like, you know, they don't want you to be looking like Florida Evans, like wearing a natural type shit. They want you to be working. They want you to have long ringlet, curly, mixed girl hair type shit. That's what I think a lot of men, they think of when they uh, say they want you to wear your natural hair. I've seen how there and there has been studies and there has been uh, women that do rock their natural hair. They were both. And they said that the the um, the men that they get when they're wearing their natural hair versus the men that they get when they're not wearing their natural hair is just a whole it's a huge difference. Like men are not as are and to approach them and talk to them and shit when they're wearing their natural hair. So when they're watching because my thing is that they say. Like they don't like certain things, but then you want to fat you want to fuck a fat girl in the dark, and you don't want your boys to know about it. Yeah. But you like fat pussy, yeah. so it's like shut the fuck up right. on that. They you, like moist pussy. Yeah, well, they yeah, well, fat they pussy want is moist to push pussy. On. It sure it's is. The softness. So the I mean, the thing about they like it, more cushion for the push. The thing exactly. about it is that ultimately they lie. They lie. They, they lie. Do. So yeah. they don't know what the fuck they so want. So do you think that it's so, do you think that it's men's fault that society says like this is the type of woman that you should like, but this is what I like. That's I mean, that, that, goes, that, that goes back to Olivia's thing. They 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 like something in person, like out in public, but then in the nighttime they want the big girls that's in the DMs. Right. Exactly. So it's yeah, but I don't the big girls That's what they do. That's what they do. Because they're ashamed. Right. They don't want their boy. They don't want their society to stand. Right. They don't want society to know that. Hey, yeah. I like. I'm attracted to Ashley yeah. Graham. <laughs> I like a. I like a big fat Lizzo. Right. They don't want. They don't want people to actually know that that's what they're fucking on. And, exactly. And shit. They want you to think that they're fucking with J Lo mm-hmm. and fucking all these uh, Erica Mena's ugly ass <laughs> and all these type of pitches. It's like. Please. <laughs> cool. And these bitches wear.
wear more fake hair than we do, so mm-hmm. I just need them to cut it out. Yeah, all duck, of them, every race. Erica Mena is ducklips.com. Oh. I don't like her at all. She like has her a nasty, attitude. fucked up attitude, and she don't look cute, mm-hmm. and she's reckless. That's so. what makes her not cute. I don't but like I'm her. told all the time that by friends I know that are male, they really don't like the fake shit. They don't want to feel fake tits. They don't want to, like, like the fake asses, like, who told these women? This is a whole other episode. I think don't like, we say this every time? It's I, a whole other episode. Right, right. But, like, these fake fucking asses. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ass is looking the same right now. Yeah. They're going to the same doctor, Dr. Miami, all these same doctors. Yeah. Everybody, why would you want to have the same looking ass as everybody else? That doesn't That looks like, <laughs> kind of like a brick. <sighs> Like it looks like, like a, a SpongeBob SquarePants, yeah, like type shit. That shit looks stupid and then really horrible, like, really horrible. When I go on a first date, and I have no more first dates in my life because, of course, you all know I'm married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But dress nice for me, mm-hmm. smell nice for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be nice mm-hmm. to people, mm-hmm. and pay. Mm-hmm. And, and I know pay. it sounds. <laughs> you said and pay and pay. No, and it pay. does sound conceited for a woman to say oh pay for it but no be the man mm-hmm. because uh, there's all this conversation like as you get further in this relationship talk about letting your man lead mm-hmm. yep. so he needs to lead from the beginning mm. nice. speak about it Hun. from the beginning amen leaders we need leaders out there come on let's lead <laughs> don't be out here pussyfooting around well, you know, WWKD. What would mm-hmm. Kevin Durant do? No. What, what would Kobe do? Oh. <laughs> what would Kobe do? So remember, we asked him that, and he was saying, you know, if she don't at least reach for her pocket when he's reaching and for his to? pocket and pretend like she he, she's going to pay. Nobody. Right. No, for the first time, like the even just going out for the first date, he said he's just going to remember that that it's the common courtesy that she might even do that because he said that he likes it. He said, I'm automatically going to say no, I'm paying. You know, he said, but it was just the thought that she would want to help me to pay it. No. It's no. what he, what he, what men, I'm saying from men's point of view of what they see. So, what we should do, ladies here out there, just re- try to reach for it and see if he gets his out and says, hey, hey, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't feel like, and maybe because I'm of a certain age, 43, I don't feel like a woman has to reach into her pocket and fake the shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not reaching in faking shit. I, if you're not, no. No, I'm not because reaching in. You and, know how and we, I'm letting that motherfucker sit right there. We gonna, If they bring the bill and your ass don't grab it, that shit will be sitting right there until you do grab it. Shit. Little Lou would probably say I'm a scammer. I'm not. What trying to what trying to the, for no for telling the girls to try to act like they're gonna pay and <laughs> she's like you should be saying she would say that mom you're such a scammer no, but I, that was just the fact that he was saying you know if he that's playing games I'm not playing games with you I'm, I'm letting you know right now that I'm not fucking paying for the day <laughs> that's just a Period. fucking relationship that's not like someone you wanna spend your life relationship with and that's. Something that you have to realize, like, are you trying to be in a relationship or are you trying to be in a fucking relationship? Okay. But then you're going to still want to fuck on her. Right. So it's just, We're still do it all anyway. this shit is so, like, this complicated. Whole, like, yeah. It's just, just pay the damn bill, pay the check, and let's go. <laughs> shit. I mean, if you're going to, I mean, if you really wanted to pursue the woman, and you wanna you wanna make it to a second date, fellas. Pay the first date, okay? Off don't top. don't bullshit around. Don't play these little. Stop listening to these fucking YouTube gurus and shit, <laughs> and all these guys that don't get no pussy. <laughs> Trust me, it's gonna pay off. Pay the first date, okay? What do you feel about a man that's sexually forward on the first date, or mm. have you ever fucked on the first date? Mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> I don't do that on the first date because I'm a lady. <laughs> I don't do that on the first date because my thing is that I'm not really that sold on you until about, mm, it takes a few dates for me to be completely sold on you. So how many dates? A lot. Like, do you think that people are a whore because they fuck on the first date? No. No, not at all. Yeah. You grown? I don't think so. No, I am Everybody grown. grown. I don't think that it's whoring if you 
But yeah, just um, I mean, around. I think it's whoring if you're doing it with a bunch of people at the same time. That's different. Oh, that's a different like type of hoe. <laughs> that's a different happens. type of hoe. You have a great first date. Sorry, Stuff I'm happens. Hungry. Like mm. if you go on a date every day of the week with somebody different and you have sex with them? No. That's oh never God. happened. That's not. No, not for me. I'm just saying it has happened. It's like, you paid the bill. You deserve some coochie tonight. <laughs> you paid for Ruth's Chris. You know, we going to go to. No, it's not. We going to have a nightcap. No. <laughs> the fact that he paid for the first date, it made my shit moister than a Toll House cookie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not really a first dater. I'm not really. Because, see, after the first date, I feel like I have to go. First, what if you had a fabulous first date and he paid, everything was perfect? Yeah, and I love that. you horny as fuck. You wouldn't do it? I'm not horny. I'm not like that. I'm I'm winning. <laughs> I'm intrigued by you and you're going to make it to the second round. So I'm intrigued enough to know, like, oh, I can't wait for our second date. And then, like, second date, it's like, okay, it's going to be, like, you know, hopefully great and magical still. So I don't feel like I have to rush into... There was an experience I had actually where we went on three, this guy and I was just talking to him and we went on three dates. We went on three dates and the third day, I guess maybe he gave me three strikes you're out because oh. I guess the third, the, third, <laughs> the third day he pulled up to like, to like my house and stuff and like was like dropping me off. And I think he wanted me to invite him up <laughs> oh. and I'm like, okay, oh, good night. night. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't like invite him up. So you didn't I didn't give them nightcap. <laughs> no and so i think that was again? yeah he dumped my ass honey he left my do you ass think he left that, my ass alone do you fast. think that has something oh, to do okay. with religion or do you just think that's like you know? just you or no i just don't i mean i have to be super moved by you to be just like ooh, just let it all out <laughs> i mean there's not really that many i haven't ran into really men, that many men that are so compelling to make me want to just drop my draws like on the fucking first date, especially you're. I, I haven't run into anyone that just said, "Oh shit, I can drop my drops for you this right now." No, right now, I don't. Right now. I don't. I haven't met anyone like that. I mean, shit. If I do meet them, who knows? Shit, I might have to go to Jamaica to do that, oh. get my groove back or something. But oh, I haven't Rico. here. I haven't to this day, and I'm 40 years old. I haven't met not one guy that has made me so moved, and he's just doing so many great things to make me want to hmm. drop trout and just. Like Say, let's that. get it, get it, pop. Yeah, that, 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 that's that, a shame. That's probably get, not get, good. Go huh? get it, get it. Now that I think about it, I'm feeling kind of ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, that's everybody has their own personal experiences, but I mean, I'm just saying. I have a totally different process of thinking, and then now, even after a breakup and being in a long term relationship, shit, now. My shit, I have a totally different vetting process from when I first started out dating and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole nother episode, though. So, <laughs> But is that a deal breaker if somebody sleeps with you on the first night? No. No? Not if it's good. Mm. What if it's lousy? Mm. Oh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> you got... So I'm going to say it right now. <sighs> if you have a little penis... It ain't gonna work for me. I mean, maybe it'll work for someone else because I feel like everyone is matched to another person. Mm -hmm. But you, so that's go falls into the relationship deal breakers. I think that because I've been in a relationship where I felt like the sex is not good, but I love him and I want to be with him. Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship with someone, you have to have a emotional, you have to have a physical, it has you to have a balance to have a everything. trust, you have to have a balance of everything. Yeah. I think sexual compatibility is a huge thing. And yeah, it is. I would have ne never married my husband unless we had great sexual chemistry because we do. Do you so know what my mom told me? Do you know what my breakers? mom told me? <laughs> and she's going to kill me. Well, my mom doesn't know about this podcast, but this is what she told me. <laughs> she said, Tara, she said, whoever tells you it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean, they're fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> she probably had a beautiful accent when she said it. She did. I believe that. Mm -hmm. She did. I don't know when she told me. I was like, I gasped when she told me. I was like, "Mom, that's said, probably whoever that tells probably came you from experience, man." She said, "Whoever tells you it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean, is a fucking liar." <laughs> but 
she's right. Mm-hmm. It's nah, you can't I don't do know. anything with a three inch dick. I, don't I know. think that if you communicate things properly, I think okay. So with the she whole said, thing, okay. okay. So on the first date, <laughs> no, but your thing on the first date. I mean, I. On the first date? On the first date, things are going to move me to, first of all, I have a second date with you and to get to know you in that sexual way, depending on your personality traits, your communication skills. And plus, there's like that attraction. Because first of all, we wouldn't be on a first date if we weren't attracted to each other. And how you smell also. Yeah, how Mm -hmm. you smell. Like, I mean. Not like that jupe. (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) Hmm. But I think that all my first dates have been good with good, like, you know, good guys. And they come acting accordingly. They all paid. Yeah, there's never. No, wait, hold up, Olivia. You just kind of shaded over that last little bit. I need to go back to that because I'm still confused. So if you say, so when are you, you said it's all about communication. So when is that communication? When did the guy communicate to you that he has a small penis? No, that, I'm not at least saying at the first date when you, things no, are moving gonna, that way. <laughs> no, but that's gonna get me. That's gonna get you to level two, so that we can get to discover that, <laughs> right? No, gonna, is that a talk? A talk saying, "Hey, you know, I just want to let you know ahead of time." No, he's not gonna tell you that. But <laughs> I'm, I'm saying small, you're gotta, getting to know. I got him about further. two inches of hardness for you, girl. Like for real, like dudes are not gonna tell you that. They're gonna pump you up and be trying to get close and. It's the element of surprise. (laughs) Like, I'm not expecting to know a guy's penis size on the first date. I'm not expecting to know that. Right. I'm going to know that down the line. And then after that, then we can go from there. But do they have a a minimum? There has to be a minimum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that experienced, so I don't really know. No, you're not. But I'm I'm saying it's got to be seven inches for me. Oh. I never really measured anyone's penis. I have. With the... With my hand, Lord. no. What you do is you take your hand. <laughs> oh my God! No, I'm gonna tell you right now. How Let you me know, TT. I'm gonna tell you how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you measure your hand from the wrist to the middle, like the, your longest finger, and so you know what that is. And then you <laughs> you measure. If you can see the hand dip, gestures here, and guys. And then you can like see what you can measure. You could just do a visual. You know if it's going to work no, or not. No, you can't always. You can't always. Mm-hmm. It depends what Hey, if it's the length from. of here to here on my hand, I'm fine. Me too. Well, because we're tall That's girls, a wonderful experience. But you're a short girl. So if it goes from your wrist to your finger, it's probably like four inches. I'm looking petite. at my wrist and Because you're petite. So you're petite. Very that's like years. wrist to your middle finger. I don't think it matters. I think the person it does matter. matters more. It does matter. What? I think the person matters no, more. No, it doesn't. I do. I do think that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have that sweet, humble, nice, sweet guy that sex is just whack as fuck? No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Even if they can, like, so eat that you, means Even if they can eat you out, like, so perfectly, you want, like, after they eat you out, you want that dick. <laughs> like three inches. No. Like no. oh my god. No. Yeah. No, you yeah. know that's why you're saying, oh my god. Because <laughs> right. so that's, that's a relationship deal breaker, I guess. It yeah, is, I guess. that's definitely a relationship. Well, to me, that's not really a relationship. Me, my deal breakers are more personal, like mental and stuff like that. Like I can get over the whole like I don't know. I, 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 I thought I, I could too, but I couldn't. So <laughs> we're, I think we're more in the relationship, like the lying, the abuse, the anger, the affairs, mm-hmm. the addiction. Ooh, that's all the, the ugly stuff. Yeah. Um, ambitiousness, the mm-hmm. materialistic kids versus no kids, mm. finances, hygiene, family and friends interference. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, family and friends interference. That's or hiding me, like hiding me or not letting me deal. That's a big time issue. That I had a relationship that was an issue in, and it's just like you just wanted, like me separate from your family. Like we wouldn't interact with your family or go to little gatherings, right. And stuff like mm-hmm. that. It was kind of weird, and like I don't know, it just makes you feel some type of way. It's like, what are you really hiding? But some people, some women don't think that's a deal breaker when they don't meet the family right away. Not right away. I mean, or like, even, is there a even time with, limit? I mean, because I think... I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, even within a certain time frame. Like, even if you've been dating somebody six months, that's time to meet your 
parent if you think that it's going somewhere. I but think if it's you, good at the six month mark to meet family. Yeah, because then you want to really mother. know that's the next stage after getting to know that person six mm-hmm. months. Like you said, six months show yes. And then from there, it's like, you know, if you, especially if you have kids, you know, well, I don't know for kids to be, for me, it would be a little different. That may be, maybe about eight months, maybe nine, 10 months because of the simple fact that I'd be like, okay, I have to really know if this is somebody I want to bring around my child, my child, you know, just for the simple fact that I would want to know who, whoever is bringing around my kids, you know? Do you know what it was funny too? Is like growing up, our uncles would bring their little girlfriends and stuff dating. They would bring them within the first six months, I realized, because I'd always hear my mom or <clears throat> my grandmother saying, how long have you guys been dating? You know, and they'd be like, three months, two months. <laughs> so they would, he, they would always bring them ahead of time. Because I think, I think for some families and relationships, like if they bring you in ahead of time, that they need to know for a fact that you're going to get along with my mama. Because my yes. mom does a lot. My grandmama a lot, you know. That's so. important mm-hmm. to some people. To me, that's important. Like, if you don't get along with my family, yeah, then it's kind of going to be it's hard. Gonna be rocky. It's going to be rough. That's I mean, going to be a deal breaker too. Yeah, I got a lot be... of stuff on my list too when I did my little survey. You know how I like my surveys mm-hmm. and um, your surveys at work. Yes, mm-hmm. and one of the deal breakers somebody put down was getting along with the in laws and talking smack about the in laws. Mm. And I thought that was, I thought that was pretty juicy. I was like, wow, okay, that's, that's, I hadn't really thought about that because that was a real bit. And they wrote it, they wrote it in big print. Yeah. Like as if they, they had serious issues today about that. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And um, the guys were saying something along the fact of um, the selfies and stuff, but taking heck of selfies during the date and focus on their phone. Oh, and, yeah. You know, too busy taking pictures of their food and stuff. And while they're conversating, they're like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, you should not be on your That's phone so when you're annoying. on the first date. You should not be like, put your phone down. Right. And focus on each mm-hmm. other. God, I haven't been on a first date in so long, but I don't imagine myself doing that. How like, long? A long time. Over 10 years. We're still going to do that episode. We're, we're working on that. That's going to be one of our ones. I haven't yeah. been in a, on a first Interview date some in of a long these time. Out there. So why do you think so. long-term relationships fail? Pouring. Mm. Whoring is the number one reason why long-term relationships fail. It's whoring. Stop fucking around. Stop whoring. Stop whoring. You know, people can't stop fucking around. Do you think that there's a reason, though, that... Do you think that they could love you but not know how to not whore? Uh, Mm. I think it's a lot to do with greed. I think it's greed and they have the opportunity. Yeah. And they think you're like, I don't think they count. They think they're not going to find out. out. Mm -hmm. So I think that they take that opportunity that's presented to them and they go. And instead of, and it's a thing about greed. They don't want to give up what they have to, you know, fuck around. They still want, they want both. Right. It's like a dog about a bone. Like they don't want you. They may not want you no more, but they don't want nobody else to have you. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't fucking buried you and shit. And then you know, and, and, and territory uh, uh, bouncing around the territory of where yeah. you're buried, making sure nobody comes over there sniffing around. But yeah. then they're over here with the next bitch and still trying to keep home with her mm-hmm. and make her feel like the prize and make her feel special and shit mm-hmm. like that. So mm. I mean, that can be going on right under your nose. You never even know it. Yeah. And that's just part of that greed. And I want both mentality mm-hmm. like i can have both i'm having both like type <laughs> shit because a lot of times it's happening and women we don't even know it's happening it's like happening right here under your nose and yeah. you don't think it's happening like you. i think most women know it's happening yeah but it takes sometimes it takes time yeah it, it takes time to develop it, it to realize it and try and figure out by the time you figure on. it out he as thought he loved already, you <laughs> that <laughs> once they know but once they you figure out that the affair is going on it's already been going on yeah it's developed well, already, that's why i already, always say yeah. where where there's one rat, there's 10 others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's a major one in long-term relationships. Yeah. I think like the, um, cause then you just, you go on shutdown mode cause you've known each other. Like some people, they check out of relationships without actually checking, checking out. out. Like they won't let you go. And I think that dep- that's part of that greed I was talking about. Like they'll, they'll check out mentally out the relationship, but then they won't tell you, Hey, I'm not feeling the same. I'm not, I'm not feeling like we're getting along, but they'll just keep the shit going. Like just, right. for, you know, just for whatever. So what Shits do you and feel giggles. about relationships that are solid, but they just have to go over some like hard ass shit? 
I mean, that's natural. You're not going to always get along. But I think that if you guys are both strong communicators, then Definitely. I think that you can work it out, especially if it's long term. That means you know each other pretty well, that you guys should be able to communicate and hash shit out. That's right. what I think. I don't think that if you're in long term, if it just basically if it if you're long term and it just fucking everything just blows up and you're fucking done. So it, I mean, there had to be like a breaking point. I mean, you had to have exhausted other means of fixing things and it's just like it can't be fixed anymore yeah so do you think a relationship can ever ultimately get over from an affair of course no i say no i think you can it depends what about multiple affairs oh shit multiple i think you can and i'm gonna say that you can because i know my grandparents went through a lot of different things and i know my nana said she had her and my grandfather had to separate several times for them to figure it out you know so i think you, i think you can i just like you i think that's one of the things that goes straight with communication because once it's found out be clear be upfront. you know just let it be there you already got caught up let it be known what's the real and if it's you say it to you if it's me say it then fucking say it whatever it is you know but <clears throat> I think communication is key to I all relationships. I think one affair you can get over, but multiple affairs, like you're never going to get over. And there's always going to be a trust issue. Oh, yeah. The trust issue is always going to be there. Yeah. And why do you want to live your whole life? Looking behind your back. Look, mm-hmm. Exactly. You're always, that's why I say you can't really get over Because I don't, in order for, you're basically mm-hmm. settling. Because you're not really technically getting over it. Because that little part of you is still in the back mm-hmm. of your mind. Saying, still this, thinking this about it. This motherfucker did this shit to me. Yeah. And I can't trust this motherfucker to go to the store. Right. Real quick. And that's true. that means you're not over it. That's so, true. That's because true. Because that's still there. But you can. So not, with, not necessarily getting over it. Getting through it. Right. Because no, getting through it and getting know. over it is two different things, maybe, right? Because like you said, you never really get Either over it. Either way, it's it. settling. Because hmm. you're settling saying, oh, I, I I accept what you did. I don't, you know, and then we women, we'd be like, oh, I forgave you and all that. I've done that dumb shit before. Oh, I forgave you. But I didn't really forgive this motherfucker. Right. I was fucking bringing this shit up every fucking five minutes. <laughs> every time we got in an argument, it could be over. Oh, you you left that one little slice of bread in there. Oh, it's probably because of that bitch, huh? <laughs> <laughs> every little thing so so tell I, me who yeah. she was <laughs> oh who are you going that to take a shower me. for <laughs> who are you gonna, oh you're coming home to take a shower oh really who, like why was you with a bitch like it could be like just little, little shit things, like yeah. that it's just it just creates a trigger and it creates distress and yeah. that is not healthy to keep a relationship going because that shit gets old and dudes they get fucking tired of that shit and yeah. eventually they, it's just like they go in shut down mode and then you're bitching and they're shutting it out and meanwhile it's just nothing's getting resolved yeah, it's just not so I don't feel like <clears throat> it can ever once you break that trust and that loyalty I think it's it's, it's hard slim to, to none bad. it's slim to none bad. yeah it's not gonna work out because I just feel like you with someone you can trust then mm-hmm. it's a such a different path right it is mm-hmm. yeah that's a different thing that means, and it's right. available to all of us it's available to all women mm-hmm. i feel like something important to say is like you can't take the last man and apply it to your new man and i think that's what a lot of us do mm. i think that's just that- hard as hell too it is not hard. To, it's hard to, to not do. do that. It's like you have to trust the new man. Oh, well, you know, that comes back to another one of the first date deal breakers. That was one of the things our brother said. Um, he was saying, yeah, I don't want to hear about your damn ex-boyfriend. Don't tell me about your damn ex-boyfriend. I don't want to tell hear about all he did and all his baggage. <laughs> Women don't talk throw it on too table. much. Because we, we tell him everything. Yeah. Oh, he did this, this, and that to me. Yeah. So these dudes are taking notes. Being like, yes. okay, da 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 da, this and that. Yep. And then later you find out this motherfucker did the, the same, same shit thing. to you. Because she allowed right? that. She allowed that. And she allowed That's this. So exactly. So right. you can't take the new mm-hmm. man for the past man. Right. Oh, you got to leave that in the, you got to leave that in the back. And you know what? I was going to say another big time I learned this and being in relationships is one of the big deal breakers for me is um, men that are not emotional, in tune emotionally. If they're emotionally void, Mm. that shit is a deal breaker because I learned my men. I learned that if they're emotionally not in tune with themselves and they don't, 
you know, they don't, they can't um, communicate on an emotional level with mm-hmm. you, then sh- that shit's all fucked up. And if they have baggage and emotional shit that they've been through, where it be like life traumas or stuff right. that they haven't really gotten over and dealt with then, it and yeah. dealt with properly, yeah. then they're not going to be any good for you. They can't deal with your emotional, like women were highly emotional, so they can't, they don't know how to. You know, they're fumbling the ball when it comes yeah. to uh, our emotional needs. So, hmm. because they're, and then plus if they're the infidelities and cheating or whatever. Yeah, they really can't handle If they're that emotionally in tune with another woman, then that's taken away from them being emotionally in tune with, with you. you. So, they're just totally blocked off. So, once that's gone, hmm. that's a deal breaker. It's pretty much a wrap after that. After they get emotionally. But that's a lesson you have to learn because... You get tricked sometimes. <laughs> Don't yeah. you truly get tricked? Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We get and tricks sometimes. are for kids, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are, silly rabbit. But you get tricked all the time. And you really want to trust in these relationships mm-hmm. that we're trying to get into. And they, it's just so hard to, like, learn to trust people. Yeah. I think that it's it 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 takes not trust not being so trusting of people because like you can't trust you can't give everybody your trust right away trust is to be earned That's and true. I think that a lot of people forget that like I don't have to like we're just meeting I don't have to trust your ass I don't yeah. know nothing about you I don't get I don't know nothing about you I don't have to put anything into you like right. I don't have to trust you nothing you have to show me that you're worth being trusted so but they have to want to show you so if they don't want to show you then. Hmm. That goes to the yeah. whole. That means they have a blockage somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. if they can't do that, then okay, that's a deal breaker. That's a huge deal breaker, which is like another deal breaker for me in relationships or <laughs> anytime is fucking deadbeats. Like oh, <laughs> people that no. like I've met so many men, and even while I've been single, oh god, these men with children. It's like, dude, what are you doing with your kids? Where's your kid? You're so busy trying to chase after me. Where the fuck is your kid? Well, shouldn't right. you be with, with them and trying to worry about... Because every night you're trying to call me and be with me. What about your kids? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, to me, is a deal breaker, red flag. That's everything. That's a hard to spend stop. the whole day together. That's whatever you... <laughs> and at <laughs> our age, at our age, like, to find someone that doesn't have kids is not really expectation mm-hmm. that you can really have so you have to deal with men that yeah have kids so it's how they deal with their kids yeah so that's, that's a whole right. other yeah. that's a whole whole other another level. ball game no if it. you're in your 40s and have kids like we want to see that you're taking care of them and I don't mean taking care of them by getting forced to be on child support. Exactly. I mean being active. Active in their active life. Active in their everything. They're the whole entire being. Their development. Yep. Everything. In yep. every way, shape, and form. Exactly. All of that. It's just, you know, the whole thing about what Fantasia was, said about, you know, um, submission and stuff. Like, I I like that. I, I like that. Yeah, I loved what her message was with her husband and the way he explained it there with her. It wasn't, it was something that he said was a loving thing. You know, and we should all see that our husbands are a significant other one to lead us and to lead us into things that are going to make us better. You yeah, know? and I learned that too. I don't like a man that I feel like I'm doing everything and I'm having to lead. And I'm having to think of every date night or I'm yeah. having to fix, you know, I'm having to do everything and, yeah. and like, you know, kind of tug you along and, hey, do you want to do this or yeah. we should do this or you know, plan every detail and, yeah. oh, that shit gets exhausting. That shit is fucking... That shit is exhausting. When mm-hmm. there's plenty of men out there that will do that kind of stuff, that love doing that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll, plenty you know. Plenty of handsome men that mm-hmm. will at the same Amen. time. We're going we gonna to find out about them because Miss, Miss <laughs> P over here, she, we got to get her one over here. No, but I, that's a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve slash deal breaker because it's a, yeah, it gets exhausting on one person. Any trips that we go on or if we're planning anything, it's because I thought of it or I'm bringing, you know, it's yeah. like you're never saying, oh, hey, let's go here. Let's do this. No. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a deal breaker. Uh, low ambition, no progression. Like if you're not progressing, mm. like if you're not constantly doing something to make yourself better, like yeah. you're you're content with being where you are and, oh, this is just always good enough. You're not trying to even do your outlook is just. 
Do you think that couples can succeed if they have opposite politics? Political views? Yes. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's to me. I I I think of that as being a Niner versus Raiders fan. I think it's kind of like the same type of thing. Like, there's plenty of people that are opposite teams and they get along fine. Political stance. I think I liken it to that. That's I don't think of it as a deal breaker for me mm. anyway. I don't think of it as a deal breaker. It's like okay, I respect your your um, outlook or your view or your stance on it, but. I'm not going to take that on. I've even seen women that are so weak. They take on their partner's uh, team and shit like that. I'm a Chiefs fan be now because I'm with this dude that's a Chiefs fan. Or, you know, yeah. it's kind of weird. That shit's kind of weird. I, I ain't going to lie, though. When like, I got married, my husband said that was a deal breaker for him. What? That I had to a... become a Raider fan because I was a Dallas Cowboy fan. And he told me that was a deal breaker for him. So but you he became got, but, a Raiders fan? Well, I was always just football fan because you know how dad was. He liked all teams. He used to... We used to watch everything. So I just liked everybody. But I mainly liked Emmett Smith, and that was the guy that I really liked at the time. And so he told me, deal breaker, Raiders or nah. So it was Raiders or nah. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, my God. I can't stand you Just even those little things, like, (laughs) even managing finances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, in a relationship, long term, or just being in a regular relationship, that shit can really. That's, like, one of the number one things that. Why people divorce and stuff too? They do. It's over finances and not. It's good to find somebody that is like minded with you, that know how to handle their finances, like kind of in the same way as you do. Or you know, I like I like a dude that kind of upgrades me. Shit, put me up on some shit that you like. I don't know about or something. Tell me something I don't know. Shit, I like to learn shit. Like put me up on shit. That's what I love, dudes. Man, if you could put me up, if you could make me laugh. And put me up on some shit that I don't know about and just fucking blow my mind like that. Oh, man, I would be oh, in love. There's <coughs> a man out there, he's going to put you on that and he's going to put you on a big dick. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for wait. my big weenie. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting, waiting for, for my, my big weenie. weenie because because <laughs> but I think you're on to something, Livy, because um, I've heard that. But I've heard that from men, too. That said mm-hmm. that they want some woman to bring subsidence too. So if we want that, whatever, I think whatever we're looking for in a relationship, you got to be able to bring that shit too. And I think I'd bring it. I think I bring like, hey, I'm always sharing new stuff and how to do stuff. And that's what I, the thing about, we were talking about, what would your ex say about you? Mm-hmm. I know my exes, they would say like, hey, I've learned something like throughout the relationships or whatever. I've always learned something or took something away. You can't compete with Oi. No, you can't. Hey, there's some people, bitches is competing because they're fucking out whoring with my men. They can't compete. So they're they're out here whoring with these mud ducks that don't speak English. It's like they'll just do anything and go anywhere. But then when it's time to go and present somebody to their mother, then they're going to be like, oh shit, where's Libby P? No, you know why? Because when you get in front of some of these families, everybody's sis. Everybody's sis Mm -hmm. and oh, you know, fucking, oh God. Mm -hmm. When I meet a dude's family, I don't fucking even feel special no more because they accept anybody and everybody. Everybody's accepted. Everybody says so. Mm. So now that's one of the part of the vetting processes that I have now in my new life. When vetting and stuff is going to be, you know, part like how I get along with your family, stuff like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, your family is only you know, you belong to them. Like, yeah. they're always going to be, they're going to have your best interest in mind. Not, they don't care really about the other person, so to speak. Like, but ultimately, their loyalty lies with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, family. That's because they're family. Shit. Their loyalty doesn't have to reside with me. It has to reside with, you know, them, their person. So, hey. I hate that, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's true shit. That. Hmm. Hmm. That's all I got to say. But that's a... And smoking to me is definitely deal breaker. Cigarette smokers, no. Yeah. I don't like that shit. And what about weed smokers? Weed smokers are fine. That's fine. I can deal with that. But cigarette smoke, and that shit, ugh. I know it's horrible. You just, and then I'm going to have to take care of your ass once you get lung cancer and all that dumb shit. (laughs) Like, no. No. But anyways, I, yeah, those are my deal breakers. Like, I think I pretty much... Physically, physical deal breakers are more on the hygiene part. Yeah, definitely. 
like to me, like I like men with beards and stuff, so mm-hmm. that's not really a deal deal breaker. That's something you can kind of work yeah. with. But for some arms, women, it is a deal breaker. A... Some women do not like beards. They really they like smooth cut, baby. Yeah, I don't soft, like, and that's it. No, you ain't coming to me with no booty face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Some women don't even like mustaches. I had that on my list. Oh too. no, honey, no mustache. No. And then I had some one girl say that if you don't have a mustache, then something's wrong with a man who don't have a mustache. So she she don't like that. That's a deal breaker for her. Okay, I have to ask this because I. Me and me and Louis, uh, little Lou had this discussion earlier. So, what if you meet the guy, right? You, you meet up, and then you guys go on your first date. And when you show up on your first date, this fool has acrylic nails. What? But he's dressed what? up. But he's dressed up as a man, you know, of course, in his his outfit. But he has long acrylic fingernails painted. No. I'm not staying. I'm gone. There's yeah, no there's no. no reason for me to be there. You want somebody else, apparently. You don't want me. You want... No, he does. Because no, he doesn't. Because now with a fucking acrylic nail is better looking than mine. We can't... Hey, there can only be one acrylic nail wearing motherfucker in the relationship, okay? Okay, so what and if it's going to be me. What if he didn't have his... Shit. What if it weren't acrylic, but he just had his own nails painted? No. no. I'm not dating but no who man said that with... that's gender... That's gender specific no. and having your nails painted. I, okay, no. so let's put it this way. <laughs> I personally am not attracted to a man that's painting any goddamn thing, okay? Unless it's on you. I'm not attracted to that. So <laughs> there's no way that I'm going to even be sitting up keeping company with him. Okay. Because you know what? I'll be distracted by his fucking nail the whole time. <laughs> so there's no way I'm even going to be keeping company no, with the no, person. No, no, no. no. There's somebody no for everybody, but right. it ain't for me, honey. Well, yeah, so that was, that was our debate this morning because I was like, hell to the not. But anyway, um, well, except for if your Ty Dolla paints his his fingernails black, and I like that. Yeah, he he's cute. okay. But yeah, this, if you're Ty Dolla, you could do that. But anybody else out there in the real world, I'm not now, really attracted to that. Though I hate when he does that. But <laughs> I don't. I'm not attracted to that at all. Like that's not my first preference. <laughs> At all, I just like a regular, just a regular, regular manicure. That's it. Just Mm -hmm. buff his shit and has a natural shine, and then that's it. I don't like all that extra clear polish and shit. I'm dead. Well, I don't even know what situation is going on here, but I'm I'm with it, TT. But anyway, Uh that. (sighs) Okay, well, I think we beat up the topic. Let's get ready to wrap it on up. And um, this segment of this, She's Gonna Say <laughs> This it. episode of She's Gonna Say It. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Go ahead and hit our hit that uh, that like and subscribe button on our YouTube. Um, it's free, y'all. So this is a subscription that is absolutely free. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to pay nothing. Just hit that subscribe and don't miss a, um, an episode. So... On that note, we'll holla at y'all. And don't forget to hit up our socials too if you guys have any relationship deal breakers that y'all think that, uh, you know, we should have talked about or if you have any of your own, go ahead. Or even funny ones. We want to hear some funny ones too, like some outrageous ones. We want to hear about them. What are your deal breakers? Let us know. All right. Anyway, till then, we'll holla. Let me TT out.